All right, back in my day, Illinois basketball coaches would take recruiting trips to like Chicago, Effingham, Robinson, maybe Peoria, Decatur. Today they go a bit farther, don't they? Yeah, like Europe. And they've always recruited international players in the Brad Underwood era, but it seems like recently they're just leaning in on those Euros even more. All right, Scott Ritchie, our award-winning beat writer, will tell you of recent travels, who they're looking at. He'll talk about uh, the offseason and the search for a leader, all in this week's podcast, Inside Illini Basketball. Come back after these messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist, 356-1400. Oh, good morning, everyone. All those basketball fans out there. It's a beautiful August Monday, which means, of course, college basketball, right? Sure. Although it's funny, uh, the AP Top 25 preseason poll for football comes out today. Does it? Yeah. Okay. Which the News Gazette is a voting member, has been for uh, decades. Who's doing the voting these days? Is it you, Scott? Uh, Bob Osmondson. Okay, Bob Osmondson. Retaken. Great. I, I did it in the last year as a, a fill-in, but I did not mind giving it back to Bob. Is that right? But you studied it. Yeah, and like I you know, put in a lot of effort, but football fans are maybe even more passionate sometimes. Hmm. Well, there's more of them, it seems. That's yeah. why you fill stadiums with 100,000 people. In some places. Yeah, just you know, those SEC fans, they take offense <laughs> <laughs> if you don't rank their team where the, you, they think it should be, so... I'll go back to basketball where it's only the Purdue fans that troll me on Twitter. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. That's Scott Ritchie, our award-winning uh, college basketball beat writer, a line-eye beat writer, I should say. I'm Jim Rosso, vice president of news. Uh, fresh off the golf course yesterday, we had our News Gazette scramble. Uh, star of the show was uh, Lauren Tate. He really was, and he was on my team, and I was thankful for that. He just he hits it straight every single time. 90 years old and uh, better yet, we got to throw back a couple beers uh, after the round yesterday uh, at Riggs in Urbana. There's uh, the photo of Lauren played well on Facebook and Instagram. There, he's still got his fans. Of course he does. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were the championship team. I'd just like to put that out there. And for that, you won nothing. Uh, pride. <laughs> Bragging rights. <laughs> And a stag. They sell stag at the University of Illinois golf courses. Can you believe that? Cans of stag. <laughs> I cannot, actually. Yeah, I bought one. So I have proof. Yeah. Yeah. I saw anyway, it. fun time uh, had by all. Uh, Lauren's getting fired up. He's writing all about football these days. Well, it's there's not as much going on basketball-wise right now. I mean, like I mentioned maybe last week that this is like the only real – off season, like a f two and a half weeks essentially in August, you know, post summer workouts before the school year starts, you know, players go home, the coaches actually get a vacation because there's a, a dead period you know, with recruiting. So things have calmed down rather, you know, briefly. And then, you know, once the players get back on campus for the start of classes, 
they'll get back to you know, working out again, you know, eight hours a week split. However, you know the staff sees fit, but you know, quite a bit of time with Adam Fletcher, of course, in the weight room. And then, honestly, official practices will begin like the last week, last few days of September. So, like basketball season's like almost here, which. <sighs> It's kind of crazy because football like season to hear. hasn't even started. That's what I like to hear. Football season, the Wyoming opener, not too far away. Less than um, two weeks. Scott Ritchie's been spending time at the stadium and the practice facilities getting ready for that. But this is a basketball podcast, I remind you often. Sure. Scott Ritchie. So let's talk golf, right? <laughs> is there such a transition? There actually is. Um, there's going to be... And we talk about the football season opener on Octo- August 27th. Okay. Day before, August 26th, there's going to be uh, a golf outing at Urbana Country Club. Um, that's essentially an N- it's the NIL Golf Open. Okay. And for just you know the low, low price of $1,200, mm. you and two of your buddies can... Maybe play golf with an Illinois basketball player. That's Ed Bond like uh, greens free greens fees. It's um, it's a financial commitment. All right, I mean, but that's uh, several you know players are going to be out there participating. Luke Goody, Coleman Hawkins, uh, Brandon Lieb, Sky Clark, Matthew Meyer, uh, Brad Underwood will also be okay. You know, a potential playing partner then. Uh, Three Illinois men's golfers as well. You can team up with them. That might be the move yeah. if you're looking to win. If you're if the pride thing is a yeah. factor, yes. Um, but uh, it's essentially an NIL fundraiser for the Illini Guardians, which is the third party group that is coming up with these financial packages, I guess, to for Illinois athletes to you know be compensated. Beyond you know their stipends and all of that, so I mean that's uh, if you're interested, that's an option. All right, August August twenty second's the deadline to sign up. Nice layout, enjoyable time. I think Sky Clark would be uh, my choice, Uh, not just because I think he probably has a good six iron in him, but he'd be an entertaining guy. Right, and you know Spider Man, things like that. Yeah, I mean, if if he's not asked a million times about Tobey Maguire and their uh, friendship, then something's gone wrong. Which is, you know, the photo sort of broke the internet. You know, uh, not last week and the weekend before. But I'm more curious is like, where are they finding golf clubs for Coleman Hawkins and Brandon Lieb? Mm-hmm. Because right. uh, Coleman's six ten, Brandon Lieb's seven foot. Uh, so either they're going to be hunched over playing, or maybe they've sourced you know extra long golf clubs. Hey, the Guardians, uh, Illinois, uh, it's a pretty good setup actually compared to some other schools that are still scrambling, still in scramble mode, trying to find that third party uh, helpful hand. Yeah, and I mean uh, the number of schools that have something similar is growing by the day. Just as you know, this I mean NIL, it's still relatively new I and mean, people are trying to figure out you know what they can do and you know how it's you know legal uh, but you know the guardians were an early invention you know started roughly like in january of this year so uh, it's a 
I'm not sure how successful they've been in raising money because you know, when I talked with you know one of their leaders for back of organizers um, earlier this year, weren't like really discussing specific finance financial details, but um, just curious to kind of see how impactful that is. And I think mostly maybe keeping Illinois athletes in Champaign and away from the lure of the transfer portal and, you know, potential NIL opportunities elsewhere. All right. Another good uh, group helping out Illinois basketball, uh, the CU Kiwanis Club. They have uh, rescheduled their long-awaited banquet. When's the last banquet they got to hold? Do you remember? It was Io's freshman year. Is that right? Twenty So 2019. The uh, COVID and uh, other factors kind of ruined it, but they're going to have theirs August 30th at the I Hotel. Always a good event. Uh, you can go. You don't have to be a Kiwanis Club or a season ticket holder or a Rebounders Club member. 50 bucks gets you in. Underwood, Whitman, all the players. Maybe they'll hand out some awards from last season. Have we figured those out yet? The R- Ralph Woods Free Throw Award <laughs> winner? Um, should be Alfonso Plummer, I believe. He's sh- okay. Uh, but What's he doing these days? Do we the, know? The last that I saw, he was playing with the Puerto Rican national team in the Bahamas because they played uh, against Ohio State, who's on there, yeah, who was on their international okay. trip. Um, you know, he didn't, you know, wind up getting a summer league opportunity anywhere because there's a little interest in him before the draft you know, about maybe being a, an undrafted free agent you know, option. But mm-hmm. imagine he'll wind up overseas somewhere isn't that a weird kind of uh i guess uh just how these portal guys wind up at schools for one year yeah if you're an illinois fan do you fondly remember alfonso Plummer? do you barely remember do you shed him now that he's gone is he revered if he comes back to campus after only just one weird year i mean he was he had a successful year right I mean, good score team was good so i think he'll be remembered Finally, but maybe he just didn't have obviously like the lasting impact of a Kofi Coburn who was here three years, mm-hmm. or an Iota Sumo who was here three years, or even Andres Felice. You know, he was here. He was a JUCO transfer. So he was only here two years, but I think will certainly is certainly remembered fondly. So it's a and like and like how's Matthew Meyer going to be remembered? Like he's only going to be here for a year. Terrence Shannon could be here for two. Probably will only be here for one. It's a it's a new dynamic. It's just. Well, it's with transfers, I man. Illinois is getting to experience kind of what Illinois fans get to experience what it would be like if you had like the one and done freshman, which they haven't. Like Jeremy Richmond, I think was the only one they've had, and that obviously didn't pan out quite so well. But, All right, if you want to go to that banquet, August thirtieth, uh, call two one seven three six five five three zero two. We'll be there. Uh, you have a golf outing tomorrow, is that right? Uh, am I imagining that the uh, rebounders? Oh, yeah, yeah, I think it's this week. Yeah, so it is this, is this so th- week. So there's maybe not any like actual basketball happenings, but things happening right around they're the basketball ready. program. They're getting the word out, trying to sell season tickets. I see a lot of uh, uh, billboards out there. Yeah. So that part of this season is happening. Well, and I think just to circle back to the you know, Kiwanis Clubs event, like I think the spring banquet is probably gone forever. Hmm. Just because, sort of the realities of college athletics now. Again, in the spring, you're never sure like who all is still going to be around for a banquet. Yeah, you know, 
if they've entered the transfer portal. If Are you saying they're they're not in biology class on April eighth? Is is what you're telling me? They may leave campus. There's a lot of online class. I mean, all right, a lot of online classes, and mm. it's just I I think a, a tip off event like they're doing this year might be the the right. new the new normal. You know, I'm a big Qantas fan, Scott Ritchie. Well, I, mean, I was there. at the 2019 banquet, and it was a, yeah. obviously very well attended, even though the team struggled. Uh, I mean, at that point, that was before the turnaround happened. And, fan, I mean, fans yeah. love Illinois basketball. Well, I'm not necessarily linking them to basketball because of my joy. I like pancakes. Oh, that's right. That's a, that's every, a reasonable Every thing. spring at Bromley. That's an Ed Bond favorite. You know what? I like Little League. All right, they do that. They've been doing that for decades and decades and decades. Well, I just think it's good. That, I mean, it looked like perhaps their event with the basketball program was kaput, but okay. they've found a new right. avenue to continue to, I, mean, I think, you know, support the community by the money that they bring in with that. I'm not sure if there was any hazing involved to to join the Kiwanis Club. I'm not they aware. Make, make you run down the street with like an something? God, no. <laughs> I don't know. I'd be all for it, though. I'm sure you would be. <laughs> we have hazing in the News Gazette Sports Department. I should I should make that public. Push-ups, sit-ups, things like that. If your predictions are wrong, so that's why Scott Ritchie is in such good shape. Because his <laughs> predictions are routinely incorrect. I had a, a reasonably strong winning percentage last year. You did. When you got a good team, it helps, right? Because you kind of know they're going to win. Yeah. All right, and that's going to be the case this year. And you said the AP Top 25 poll, of course, doesn't come out till what, early November maybe? Uh, it'll be like roughly the third week of October. Right. Like October 21st, I mean, okay. around. But like around the uh, March Madness pairings, uh, they used to you'd wait till the midseason. Now they come out the season before the season. Um, so the Top 25s are already out there in many forms. It has Illinois mostly in the mid, what, Late teens, mid teens. I mean, there's it's kind of a widespread because there's a lot that we don't know about this team. Mm-hmm. I mean, from an individual talent standpoint, looks pretty strong. Uh, from you know, the team aspect, we don't know, but yeah, late teens I think is the maybe the high, and then I mean, I think you know, John Rothstein, CBS Sports had Illinois thirty seventh in his like top forty, and. Got some yeah, feedback mm-hmm. from Illinois fans about right. that. Maybe not particularly kind feedback. But I understand where he's coming from because we don't know how this team's going to come together. I mean, heard great things out of summer, but you never hear, like, man, our summer was awful. This team's going to stink. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you just no coach says that. So we'll see. All right, everybody uh, looks to be healthy now coming out of August into uh, the new school year. This is the year where all the freshmen show up at Memorial Stadium, take that big, I think they still do the big giant group photo at the 50. I think it's safe to do that again, if not. I think so. I think okay. they did it last year. Scott Clark going to be there, you think? Is he the, is he into school spirit? Is he into that kind of thing? Or is he like, I think, man? I think uh, Illinois freshmen in the past have done that. Okay. Fun times. Move-in week, so if you're in the Champaign-Urbana area, avoid <laughs> campus. Yeah. I would. 
Uh, don't avoid reading Scott Ritchie every morning, 6 a.m., IlliniHQ.com. Good morning, Illini Nation. Great stuff for a number of years, right? A lot. Yeah. Anyway, uh, today, what'd you touch on? Because I haven't read it. Uh, just, you know, one of Brett Underwood's you know, takeaways from the summer. Um, just maybe something, I don't know, concerns, probably not the right word, but something he doesn't know yet is like who's going to lead this mm. team. Because right. over the last couple of years, it's sort of just been, you know, baked in, like Trent Frazier, Demonte Williams. Kofi Coburn, before that, Aotasumu, before that, Andres Felice. It was just obvious guys. None of those guys are here anymore. And the oldest guys on the team, Terrence Shannon, Matthew Meyer, both new. Um, so it's just a, a question of who kind of, who wants to be a leader, who can be a leader. Um, and I think there are some options. Um, from what I understand, you know, Coleman Hawkins had a, a very good summer, perhaps his best since he's been here. Um, Luke Goody kind of has just some natural leadership abilities. I mean, Brad Underwood talked a lot about um, both his past as a high school quarterback, um, the fact that he's scrappy, and you know, Brad would you know certainly take him in a Pizza Hut parking lot. Um, but it'll be curious to see who, who sort of emerges, and then you know what. I mean, a guy like Sky Clark, the ball's going to be in his hands quite a bit. How does he fit, you know, into that mix? So, just sort of a question mark heading into the the next season. Be interesting as that plays out. Uh, what's the next step for uh, uh, their workout regime? When do they when are they allowed back together? So, first day of classes, I think, is the twenty second, twenty first, twenty second. Um, so, next that's next week. Um, I mean, they'll be in the gym on their own as soon as they get back. But I think, you know, Brad Underwood has typically sort of given them a little time at the beginning of the semester to settle in, you know, from a school standpoint, just to get, you know, maybe a a routine going. And then then they'll jump in, and it'll be the first time that uh, they'll have Zachary Perrain, you know, the 6'10 forward out of France, was playing, you know, with the French U18 team uh, this summer, so did not join the team for workouts here in Champagne. So it'll, it'll take him a little bit more time to get um, acclimated to everything. I mean, he's you know, living in a new country on top of starting a college basketball career, going you know, to a university like Illinois. So I think yeah, bringing him along slowly is you know, the plan. All right, uh, again, football season, about going volleyball season, uh, stuff like that, um, going hot and heavy. Recruiting continues. I know it's uh, AAU is done yeah. for the summer, and the high schools are just now getting back together, and they won't be beginning their workouts for another month or so. Yeah, I mean, high school practices typically don't start until early November. Yeah, that's about right. Um, but... One guy that Illinois is certainly recruiting pretty hard. Um, I think I've been pronouncing his name wrong for a while now. Uh, no use Indrusitis from played at Lamont. I've been calling him No Just because that's I think what his teammates call him because it's easier. Um, 
Played at Lamont, transferred to St. Rita on Mean Streets, you know, with Merez Johnson and James Brown. Um, been playing with the Lithuanian U16 team in the FIBA European Championships, and there's three levels to that because there are a lot of European countries. So they're so they're in the A division, the top division, and he started all of their games so far in pool play. Might be their best player, and he's the only player from the U.S. plays at American High School in the entire event, and I went through all of the mm-hmm. rosters. Um, but had a great game yesterday uh, against Israel. Big win for Lithuania. And he had Team I 18 points, knocked down a couple threes. Uh, they're really kind of looking at him as a scorer in this event. So that um, yeah. pool play continues today. Um, then we'll get into bracket play later uh, this week. It runs through the 20th and... Not surprising, Lithuania has been one of the best teams. Like they, that's a basketball country. Who, uh, who's the overseas recruiter? Who's the one who gets to rack up some frequent flyer uh, miles? Jeff Alexander racked up quite a few because he okay. was in Spain for the. I'm trying to think the U17 World Cup, and then he went to Turkey for the U18 European Championships to see uh, Zachary Perrain, um, and then. They're also recruiting uh, Nicolo Moretti from Italy. And then, yeah, so he got... Uh, so he's Adam Sandler, is what you're saying. From Hustle. Yeah. Uh, kind of. But I mean, he has he had European connections before he you know, got the job at Illinois. Like when he was at Evansville, um, they recruited some international players. I know when he was at Idaho, they did as well because... Probably can't get players from this country to go play at Idaho, would be my guess. Um, so kind of mean to Idaho, Scott Ritchie. Why? Why? Well, it's, I think it's a beautiful state, but I'm. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what? Unless, Bo- you're, unless you're into potatoes. Boise just texted. They think Eureka stinks. Well, that's their opinion. All right. I mean, I'm just saying, and like Idaho is not like a, a high, not even a mid major program. So it's tough. You got to gotta go get players wherever you can get players, and that was Europe. So he's got the connections, and Elmo is leaning into that a little more. Yeah, I think obviously they've had international players, but a lot of them have played like high school basketball in the states. Like Georgie Bashanshvili played in New Jersey. Kofi Coburn uh, played at Christ the King in New York before he went to Oak Hill. Um, even Andres Felice played high school basketball in Florida before going to JUCO. Um, like the two guys that they recruited directly out of Europe, Benjamin Bosman's for Donk, no longer on the team, transferred to South Carolina this year. And then everyone's favorite, uh, Matisse Vasile, lasted a single season before he just decided to go back to Slovenia. Um, last I checked, he was playing like in some third division league in Slovenia. I mean, just not his thing. Uh, but with Zachary Perrain, I mean, Nicola Moretti, from Italy, but he's he played high school basketball in Florida last year. But they're looking at more international. I'm intrigued guys. by that. Well, I mean, you look at the NBA and like everyone that's good is like not from this country almost. I mean, two time MVP Nikola Jokic from Serbia, Giannis from Greece. I mean, Luka Doncic. I mean, lots of great players from Europe, and I think. 
just college basketball again. It's sort of lags behind the NBA and maybe a lot, you know, it's tough to get like the best Europeans to come play college basketball because they can just go play pro. Mm-hmm. Like the top draft pick next year, Victor Wembanyama, just play professional. You should look him up, Victor Wembanyama. He's maybe like he's listed. I think at seven three. He might be seven five. Plays like a guard. He's amazing. You know, the, the tank is on for him across the league. Uh, but like those guys will have been playing like professional basketball since they were 15 but that next level which is still really good i think maybe you'll see more those guys coming over all right if you uh this is a promise to you scott Ritchie. if you get coach alexander to sign off on this we'll send you over uh overseas trip document seriously how the heck they, yeah how, I'm, I'm really intrigued how he pulls this off does I'm, he can he speak other languages do we know well here's the thing <laughs> Americans typically we only speak English and like I only I mean I remember a little bit of Spanish from high school but like a lot of Europeans speak perfect English. Okay. They speak more languages than we do. Like Georgie, I think spoke five languages. So I think Jeff's fine. I'm calling him as soon as we're done this podcast and I'm going to make this happen. There's a couple uh, criteria that you got to meet. You got to you got to master three languages quickly. Okay. Can I expense Rosetta Stone to the News Gazette? <laughs> but it really was, uh, I would love it. Uh, it's a part of the recruiting uh, story we don't get to hear much, and just the inner workings of it would be uh, very uh, cool. Yeah, and it's not all glamorous. I mean, like, I know his trip back from Turkey, it was like caught a red eye back, and I think that was for the final day of summer workout, so he was there. I mean, it's not just a vacation, but. When he did go to Spain, it was on the coast of the Mediterranean. It was probably pretty nice. All right, so not that long ago, Illinois was going to, like, Robinson to go recruit. Now they're going a little farther is what you're saying. Yeah. If, but, again, if there's a seven-footer in Robinson, again, that can play at the Big Ten level, uh, I'm sure Illinois will be recruiting him. All right, Scott Ritchie, what else is uh, happening in the basketball world this time of year? I know you don't have any data for me. No, you're all you're always complaining about. There's got to be games because there does. Um, I mean, like Joe Lenardi had a recent you know bracketology okay. update last week. Yeah, Illinois is a six seed, really, which is it's not bad. It's not what I had him. It's it was not a great draw as a six. Yeah, it was it was going to be kind of a tough path to getting through that second round for the first time. Um, recruit. I mean, recruiting is still happening across the Big Ten. Illinois has, you know, not landed any twenty twenty three recruits just yet. You know, it's still on a Monty Hansberry watch. But um, Michigan State turns out uh, Tom Izzo is still about this life. Mm-hmm. Um, on kind of a roll. On a significant roll. I mean, got a five star guy. And Xavier Booker, um, really intriguing wing, and Garrick Norman out of Texas. Um, just add another four-star, and Cohen Carr. So I think the Spartans are going to be okay. But Ohio State, Michigan State right now, leading the way in the class of 2023. And Illinois and Michigan 
are the only two programs without a commit so far in that class. Hmm. What uh, What's your take on that? I don't think either cares. <laughs> either is worried at this point. Yeah, I mean, both programs have been solid. Um, Michigan's in the running for like a couple of pretty good prospects. Illinois, if they get a Monty Hansberry, will probably end the high school recruiting with him. Would okay. be my guess because it's going to be a small class. Should be. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't read too much into it. Like, they've got their target set on their guy, and even if Amani Hansberry goes somewhere else, the transfer portal's always there. And, you know, with the, obviously the new rules, like, you can get guys with multiple years of eligibility. So, misses on the high school recruiting front maybe don't. Staying as bad as they used to, but you know Brad Underwood still has said over and over again still wants to recruit high school players. Still considers Illinois a developmental program, and that's even with transfers because Alfonso Plummer got better in his one year here. So we'll see, but I don't no red flags right now. Okay, I got a homework assignment for you next week. I was uh, setting up my trip to Europe. With <laughs> yeah, Alexander. that too. Showing a picture of a young man with the last name of Pete, a very familiar name, P-E-A-T, uh, here in town. going to be a freshman at Centennial, and the picture I saw of him looked to be a rather large human being who has an interest in basketball. So uh, do a little digging for that for me, could you? Future Chargers. Chargers start school on Thursday. How about that? So is this like... It's, Todd Pete's nephew? Yeah, there is a relation. That's part of the homework assignment, okay. Scott Ritchie. I'm not going to do your homework for you. Do you understand? Well, hint <laughs> will be fine. Cause That's all I got for you. Todd Pete's youngest, <laughs> Koa, is an Illinois target. Right. Out in, uh, lives in Arizona and one of the best 2025 prospects in the country. It's a family that doesn't just stop. Churned out athletes. Right? Because, like... See, is Andrews the oldest? Like he's played in the NFL Feels for like, like almost it. a decade, right? And then his youngest, youngest brother is a sophomore in high school. Those who don't know Todd Pete, one of the greatest Champagne Central football players of our time, back in the day when they were playing, they didn't, they weren't playing at McKinley Field, but they weren't. Uh, <laughs> well, they're they still not playing at McKinley <laughs> Field. <laughs> so that uh, we all have to look forward to. Hey, I need my NBA fix too, real quick. Um, any update on Kofi, and why is Io not getting any kind of second-year love? I mean, no update on Kofi. I mean, he okay. just went through summer league, and you know, training camps start, what, in October, September? Um, we'll see what happens. I mean, I think he'll probably go through camp with the Jazz, but then it's a, I would imagine, a G League future. Or his rookie season, unless he just blows them away in camp, which you know, maybe he does. Um, I don't know why. I mean, I obviously didn't get love going into the draft when he slid about 15 spots lower than sort of anticipated, but he was second team all-rookie all NBA. And I mean, I think the idea that the Bulls are going to be healthier, like will there be as many minutes for him maybe is sort of creating some questions like if Lonzo Ball can stay healthy I mean, that's going to cut into Isles playing time probably um, 
Same with Zach Levine, who missed a lot of time. I mean, Kobe White missed some time. I mean, it was sort of the perfect storm for Io in his rookie year because he wound up playing the point and starting quite a bit, which might not have been the what anyone anticipated. But I think he proved last year he could play at that level. So don't sleep on Io Sumo. All right. Scott Reggie, great stuff as usual. Can't wait to, to see you return with Passport in Hand next week. And we can start plotting out your fall strategy. How about that? Like next you have summer, a passport? Yeah. I do. Okay. I, got, I need to get it renewed. All right. but, uh, so next summer, I'm going to Europe. All right, great. Can't Jeff Alexander doesn't know it yet, but we're going to be road trip buddies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Again, follow along 6 a.m. every day at alinehq.com. Great stuff from Scott Ritchie. We'll talk to you next Monday.